0: Getting a good night's sleep can be much easier said than done, but don't worry because our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to get the sleep you deserve. CBD PM blends melatonin and other sleep-promoting ingredients with 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. And to make it even easier to get the year started off right, they're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA, for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, day after Mardi Gras. Hopefully you survived yesterday, not due to partying, but due to how cold it was. I had ice in my backyard here in New Orleans. That's always a bit of a surprise. So hopefully you had to, uh, or hopefully you just had power all day long. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, And hopefully, if you did have power, you watched the Pelicans power their way to a 144-113 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. Pretty dominant game overall. And they could have been even better in this one. But we need to talk about Zion and the fact that, you know what, particularly with last night's performance as an exclamation mark here, he deserves to be an all star. And I've got all of the numbers to back this up because this is just flat out ridiculous. Some of the things that he's doing. Then we're going to take a look at Brandon Ingram. We teased this from yesterday's show coming into today. His numbers on off with Zion, given that BI seems a little sluggish, a little bit off. What's going on there? We kind of broke it down to some degree, but the real question is, is it, does it have something to do with Zion? And that's what I wanted to really look at. And I've got kind of an answer for you all. And then finally, a couple more notes from the big win over the Memphis Grizzlies. I know it's a game day here in New Orleans as the Pelicans take on the Portland Trailblazers. Not really going to have time to preview that one. We might touch on it at the end. But really, this is about Zion and the big win that the Pelicans had last night. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So I could make this segment really, really quick and really, really easy. And it's, it's, a, it's just a statement, right? Like It should be a fact at this point. And that fact is Zion Williamson should be an all-star. That's it. That's it. That's all that needs to be said. If you watched this game from Zion last night, if you've watched him any time over, I don't know, the past six, seven, eight games, you know that Zion Williamson should be an all-star. It is hyper- hyper-competitive in the Western Conference to get into the All-Star Game. And there are going to be some people who you think should be on there who don't. And it's not quite a snub, just it's that competitive. But Zion, particularly after this dominant game against the Memphis Grizzlies, where they had no answer to him. And look, I've seen them say, if they had Jared Jackson Jr., maybe that would have slowed Zion down. No one was slowing Zion down. They put three guys on him at times, and that didn't slow Zion down. Unless Jaron Jackson Jr. is better than three guys combined and has like seven arms, maybe eight arms, because that's how many more arms you'd need than the three guys they threw at Zion at times. He ain't stopping Zion right now. I don't know if anyone in the league is going to be stopping Zion and Zion should be an all star. The the numbers kind of speak for themselves, and I did a quick video hit for our Locked On NBA Pods. It's at Locked On NBA Pods Twitter handle, so you can see it if you want to go get a quick like one-minute video of everything. The numbers speak for themselves, and they're absurd. In this game, he was 13 of 16 for 31 points and dished out six assists, and you saw that filthy bounce pass he had to Billy Hernan Gomez. For an easy dunk, that wrap around bounce pass that got the ball on the opposite side of Hernan Gomez to this uh, part where uh, part of his body, the spot on the court where only he could get it. Nothing else. No one else, I should say. It was awesome. He just dominated this game as he's been doing. On the season, Zion has shot over 50% in 21 of the 26 games that he's played. This is the fifth time he scored at least 30 points while shooting 75% or better from the field before turning 21. Shaq and KG combined for that five times total. And Zion has already equaled that number from both those guys combined. He's averaging over 24 points per game on 60-plus percent shooting. It's closer to 62%. The only others to do that over the course of a season are are Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Kevin McHale. That's it. That's the list. It's now four names, with Zion Williamson so far, assuming he keeps this up. I don't know if anything else needs to be said. There's no answer for him right now, and we're seeing him score in such a ridiculous way, and dishing assists, and being the point guard, all of that stuff. you got to put him in there. If you've looked at his progression from early on in the year to now— it, it, it's not quite a different player, but it's not like horribly far off from a different dude. The passes he's making right now, he could not have made early on in the year. The fact that you can improve in the COVID season when you don't have tons of practice time, when you're playing games, basically every single, every other day, it's impressive. Like the work he's doing and putting in, man, dude must love basketball, huh? That's how awesome he is out there. He's smiling, he's having fun, and even better, he's improving on the defensive side of the ball. There have been times when he's been bad, and he's not good yet. He might be getting to be an average defender, but that's big. That's where you want him to be. You want to see forward momentum, improvements, and that's what he's doing. And offensively, good luck, good luck. I was talking to someone during the game and the question was, okay, like, could you put more shooters around him? More shooters isn't going to do anything for Zion because you know what? A team's not going to cover a three-point shooter at the expense of doubling Zion unless that three-point shooter shoots like 60% from the field. I did the math. It's actually 54% is what they'd need to hit to equal his shooting percentage in this game. That's how ridiculous he is. There's just no answer for him right now. So you know what? throw him in the all-star game. He deserves it. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, like Zion's points per game being above 25 or whatever it might be when he gets to play the Memphis Grizzlies or the over when it comes to any Pelicans games yeah football might be over but the NBA college basketball and NHL is in full swing and BetOnline covers TV shows awards and reality TV they have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine and BetOnline has you covered for all the news scores and odds that you want it's it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code locked on. Again, that's promo code locked on. You're going to get some free money just by signing up. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. So Zion was dominant in that win over the Memphis Grizzlies last night. And look, when you get that kind of performance from him and other guys step up just enough, you're going to be able to win a lot of basketball games. Offensively, at least, the team is very much going to be able to come together. But what about some of the other guys that we've seen struggle, the guys that you need to show up more consistently? And we're going to talk something about the role players here in the next segment when we kind of look more at this win. But I wanted to get into something that I started yesterday when we were talking about uh, Brandon Ingram. There we go. And how... This season, he's just looked a little bit off, right? Like a little bit, I said, it feels like he's stuck in mud, a little bit sluggish, just not quite the same. And as I broke down the numbers for you all, he's he's averaging nearly the exact same stats. It's eerie how really close it is, the consistency between last season and this season in terms of the counting numbers right there, it, basically exactly the same, but it seems like he's having to work harder for it. And when you dive into the numbers and into the shot selection, you know what? He was. He is. You can see it. He is certainly kind of making it harder on himself to score the same amount of points. And so his efficiency drops. And I think it's fair to say that. And so the question then becomes, why? Why has this changed from last year to this year? Is it the addition of Steven Adams, a non-shooter? We kind of killed that myth. It's not. They played him next to Derek Favors last year. The numbers were significantly better. He was getting to the rim more and not settling for as many long mid-range jumpers that he's just, you know, it's not as good of a shot as a three-pointer or at the rim. It's really just that simple. You also don't draw shooting fouls on them. So the efficiency is going to drop when that's the case. So is it a Zion thing then? And so I broke out the same set of numbers. Brandon Ingram, when Zion's on the court and when he's off the court, and when you look at it, yes, this season he's shooting fewer shots in the restricted area when Zion's on the court and shooting more mid-rangers compared to last year. But when you look at the on-off splits, it's about the same. You know, he's going to take more shots in the restricted area when Zion's off the court. It's, it's you know, it's just really that simple, right? The question is, how do the numbers change when Zion's on the court? And they drop pretty dramatically, and he ends up taking much Uh, Many more mid-range shots or short jumpers, and that's kind of the big thing for him. And that's been a big part of the problem this year, that he's taking more in the paint but not in the restricted area shots when Zion's on the court compared to last year. He's taking 19 of those per 100 possessions to just 11 last year. I know people think that like points in the paint is good, but if you're shooting from, say you're in the paint, like right inside the free throw line, that's a bad shot. It's actually a really easy shot to contest. And on the season or last year, you had Brandon Ingram making those at 37%. This year, he's shooting a little bit better on that 43%, but that's not good. He shoots 71% at the, at the rim in the restricted area. He shoots basically 40% from three. You want him taking threes or trying to live at the rim. Yes, his mid-range can be good at times, but he's taking too many of them and it's just simply not an efficient shot. And we've seen that last year he was very much capable of getting to the rim more than what he's doing now. I'm not sure why, but to me, this kind of screams as as a BI problem. Things are very similar from last year to this year in terms of the offense. It's a bit of a different system, but it's not that much different. They're still running. They're playing better in the half court where you should be able to work through it and kind of attack a little bit more. It's just kind of a him thing. And so when I look at these numbers, I'm not actually worried about the pairing between him and Zion. He did it last year. If he took the same shot profile last year and put it into this year, look, it's going to change a little bit. You're not in transition as much where, you know what, if you get the ball and run the break and you score in transition, it's it's scoring at the rim, right? But he could do more than what he's doing now. And if he did, he'd be averaging close to like 30 points per game, I think. That's how good he is and how good he is at the rim. And just no one shoots well in those in the paint jump shots, really, let alone B.I. They're easier to contest. It's tough to kind of get the right angle on that so that guys don't block it away. You've got to shoot that kind of high arc. It's not the easiest thing to make that go in, and that's a real big part of the problem for B.I. It's not that he's bad, right? He's putting up the same numbers as being an all-star last year, but he's not as efficient, and so if he refines this a little bit, he's going to be good, and if you look at his shot chart in this game against the Memphis Grizzlies, it wasn't great. You know, he scored twice at the rim. You saw that one layup he had, which was pretty ridiculous. He took um, one, two, three, four, five. Well, there we go. Six shots in the paint. Two at the re- in the restricted area of those six. Scored on all of those. The other four, he was one of three. He was, in terms of mid-range shots, so outside of the paint, but not to the three-point line, he was one of two. It's not great. Like, you can do better than that. You've got to try and do better than that. And he's the skills and the ability to get to the rim and score with just those long arms and the length he has. When he starts doing that a little bit more often, maybe just need some time. I think he's going to be just fine with this. He He's going to start to light it up even more. He was good in this game. You know, he made four threes. That's big for him, I think. But, it, you know, it, it was the Zion show. So he shouldn't be trying to kind of demand the ball and take shots or any of that. But still put up 22 points on 13 Um, field goal attempts. I love the corner three, the first three he made, really stepping into that, a couple of other step into above the break threes. Great from him. More of that and then get to the rim and he's going to be just as good as he was last season. He also dished out a ton of assists in this one, seven for him on the night. He was good. Now, when they need him to step up when Zion's not playing or having a bit of an off game, do so and he should be back in the All-Star game too, but I don't think he's going to make it this year. So we'll get into a couple other notes on this game here in just a moment, but before we do that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Seriously, the best tasting protein bar ever. I eat one of these every single day, including, yes, on Mardi Gras Day yesterday, uh, basically as lunch before I worked out since we weren't out partying or anything like that. They're just really good tasting. Like, look, it, it, you can eat something that isn't as good as a Bilt Bar, but why do that? Just eat the thing that tastes better. That's probably healthier for you because these bars are low in calories, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. And they come in just delicious flavors. Mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, lemon to almond cheesecake, cookies and cream, caramel brownie. I could go on and on and on. These things are delicious. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. The consistency is like it, nothing else that you've ever tried before when it comes to a protein bar. Dense, dry, chalky, none of that is here when it comes to a built bar. And look, the flavor profile is awesome. 19 grams of protein and just 180 calories. Or if you're looking for fewer calories, 17 grams of protein and 130 calories. You're not wasting all the cardio you just did. So go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on, and you're going to get 20% off your next order. That is promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Go behind the scenes of the game you love and get all sides of the story with the Rejecting the Screen podcast. Each week, Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko get personal while interviewing players, coaches, media members, all the people who make the NBA happen. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. Before we wrap up today's show, a couple other notes from this game. Loved seeing early Kyra Lewis Jr. minutes. He came in mainly because Lonzo Ball picked up two early fouls, but I liked that Stan Van Gundy stuck with him after he made a couple of mistakes. There were a couple of bad turnovers that he had in this one, and I'm not upset by, well, one bad turnover, really, where he just kind of gave the ball away on a rookie pass where he just did not think the defender could jump into that. And then he hustled back to try and, you know, contest it, even though he didn't do a good job of that and wasn't really going to be able to make that play. I like that even though he made a mistake, Stanvin Gundy stuck with him and showed some trust in him to keep him out there. I think that's kind of big for his growth. Again, he shouldn't be playing. 38 minutes 36 minutes per game he played 22 in this one overall though I like what you saw out of him rookie defender you're gonna see him get blown by and miss a couple of people but these are the type of games you want him to play some minutes in uh and at least he made John Morant work at times for some of the points that he scored in this and then still he is got to be one of the fastest players in the league Kyra Lewis Jr. and he's gonna be really good going forward again I see a ton of Dennis Schroeder in him um as well and so Fun to see him play and get a bunch of minutes out there. Liked what we saw from Willie Hernan Gomez in this game too. That nice bounce pass from Zion to him, easy score. And then on the next possession, dished it to Zion, repaid the favor, got Zion an easy bucket. Just giving you quality backup minutes. Like he was five of six in this one. So he put up 14 points alongside eight rebounds. Great. Two of them defensive, six offensive, made it a little bit easier to score. But just quality backup minutes is all you need. The starting unit can do some damage. But you need the backups to do a little bit to just keep it afloat. And he did. Speaking of backups, though, Josh Hart, my God, he might be the MVP of this game. Basically, just waxed rhapsodic about Zion for the first segment or so here, talked about how Brandon Ingram can get back to being an all-star very easily. And here you look at him playing Josh Hart off the bench and he was the MVP of the game. He talked before the game saying, you know, you can tell when people just don't want to try and don't contribute to winning and basically called out the team. And he went and backed all of that up. 27 points off the bench, 9 rebounds, 9 defensive rebounds for him. Oh yeah, 6 of 11 shooting from 3. He has been passing up wide open looks because his shot hasn't been falling, but he made 3 threes in the first half and felt confident with it going forward and carried that through. You talk like you did, Josh Hart, you got to back it up. And guess what? You did! And you could see the rest of the team rising to his level of play. You need a guy like that doing the dirty work, as he says, that contributes to winning. He does. He was awesome. As good as Zion was in 31 he put up on 13 to 16 shooting, Josh Hart off the bench, 27 points, and motivating his team both through what he said and his level of play, you're the MVP of the game. I can't say enough good things about his performance in this one. This goes back to something I said in the last segment when it comes to this. Zion and B.I. will carry you really, really far. But sometimes it just comes down to role players giving you just enough. You don't need a 27-point performance from him every single night. But you need Josh Hart to be a quality guy. There have been times when he hasn't been, when that three-point shot isn't falling. But when you have a game like this, you're going to be able to win. And that inconsistency is a little bit maddening. But sometimes you don't need to overthink it. Your role players play at their role, at their level, or a little bit above. You're going to win games. They did in this one, and it was... More than enough. New Orleans easily could have just blown the Memphis Grizzlies out by more than they did. All right, so it is a game day as the Pelicans take on the Portland Trail Blazers, who eked out a win Dame time over the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. Um, if you want, give a listen to Locked On Blazers. Don't really have time to preview it in today's show after the win against Memphis last night and how much fun that was and Zion just doing his Zion things. So all I'm going to say is enjoy the game tonight. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We'll be back with you all tomorrow to recap the game.